Hey everyone, this is Jonah Krull. I just want to give a quick disclaimer about today's episode. You might notice that there's a couple parts where the audio quality isn't quite up to our normal standards, as well as a couple parts that seem out of place because we had to go back and re-record them. That's right, for some reason, Logic was not our friend tonight, and it gave us plenty of issues, including some missing audio files. Uh, We're working on fixing that right now, but in the meantime, we had to go ahead and use a couple Zoom clips just to get by for the episode. Um, Thank you so much for all your patience, but nonetheless, this episode is killer, and I hope you enjoy it. Jonah, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm, are you I'm doing a, okay? I'm a little upset because this is the second time we've tried recording this intro <laughs> because I somehow, I don't, I don't it, you know what? I mean, I'm 90% sure that I did press the record button and I, because I remember seeing three clips in Logic. I believe you. But, okay, but it's entirely possible because I'm a human that I made that error and that I, I fucked it up. That is well within Wait, the realm of possibility. That's you okay. make errors? Yeah, who knew? What? what? <laughs> no, but the reason I'm asking is, I mean, I know your team had a rough loss. Oh, that. A couple nights yeah. ago. Yeah, that sucked. Like, like I'm, I'm really sorry. I was really thinking about you, you know. I appreciate Sending that. you all the, all the good vibes. Send Josh Allen all those good vibes, man. I mean, <laughs> he, he played the best I've ever seen him play. And I hope, Josh, if you're listening for whatever reason you would be listening to a music industry mental health pack maybe you're listening for the mental health part because you got cut a raw deal um i hope that you don't get discouraged because you play like josh played the best i've ever seen him play in his whole career he was they really had a comeback honestly i was i don't even like football and i was pissing my pants say like i literally don't give a shit about any football until it's playoff season and then i'm like okay especially if the bills are here we in go there. like yeah I was, right i was stressing yesterday i still left the bar early though i mean not because yeah. i thought they were losing i just was like oh, i could be You're doing just like my- i'm out i literally was like i could be doing my taxes while i'm doing this instead of sitting here drinking and spending money <laughs> <laughs> i could be working on those returns man hell yes i could get paid to watch football i know right yeah Ugh, that's okay the How are worst. You doing, well though? hey hello everybody Thank you so much for tuning in today. Oh, yeah. We got a very, very, very special. Well, every episode is a very special episode. We say that every episode, but you know what? But they're all so special. They are. They're all like little shining stars in the sky. (laughs) Kumbaya, bitch. This one, I feel like, is a real shiny one, though. That's true. That is true. It's so shiny. I don't like this using this word or this. I don't know why. It just bothers me. It's a very shiny shiny episode. (laughs) But um, our guest today is uh, none other than Mr. Ben Wood. And Ben Wood is the owner of Music Lab Nashville, which is the premier music school in Nashville. Although Mm. I might be biased because I work there. But like legitimately, there's not a lot of... In fact, I actually don't know how many music schools there actually are in Nashville. 
Yeah. Well, we even kind of spoke about that in the interview, which little sneak sneak peek, it's going to be fantastic. But I feel like, yeah. isn't that a big reason? I don't want to give it away. Let's let, let's let him say all the, all the cool stuff. Yeah. But honestly though, this was such a great conversation and I'm really excited to share it with you guys. Um, I don't even know Ben Wood, but after that, I feel like I do. And I really want him to teach me drums. Honestly, yes. like I will be hounding him until I move to Nashville in March. Yes, because another detail about Ben that y'all need to know before we jump in. I mean, and he'll explain it in detail. He is a kick-ass drummer. Uh, mm -hmm. He's one of the drum instructors, but he also is a touring drummer. Full-time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy guy. So uh, without further ado, why don't you say we, we get this party rolling? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here comes Ben Wood. Hey, Hello. there he is. What's up, man? How we doing? Can you guys hear me okay? Dude, you sound phenomenal, sound? man. You sound, sound better than both of us. <laughs> That's good. I have a almost podcast mic. It, it sounds really good. Like I, I've Does actually it? never used one of the is that not it's, it's a not blue the, snowball. It is the snowball. Okay. Yeah, and I set up this rig in about forty-five seconds. That's a mood. <laughs> and I just and I just want to make sure that, and I'm not even using like, yeah, okay. It's I'm using GarageBand to record. Oh, dude, that's all Perfect. you need. Like, I'm gonna trust need. me. I'm gonna as long as you got that crisp signal. Like, it doesn't need to sound fancy. I'm gonna run it through all my plugins and shit after this. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Man. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No. It seems like it and I tested the audio on the mic too, so it should Sweet. be good. Awesome. That dude. Perfect. So, um, so Ben, meet Abby. Yeah. Hi, Abby. Hello. How are you? <laughs> good. How about Thank you? Thank you so much for coming on. I'm good. I am. My good. pleasure. My pleasure. I'm glad you popped on. I was about to get like yelled at for having never watched. What is it? Space Invaders? Spy no, Kids? She says Space Invaders. Spy Kids? Yeah, because yeah. I, um, so actually, <laughs> I got to send you this hilarious chat. I think we should get one for Music Lab. Um, it's a little pricey, but it's a great conversation <laughs> piece. So um, I'll let pricey. you decide if that should fit into the budget or not. I just texted Good. I looked at, um, <laughs> I looked at, uh, I'm looking at buying like $15,000 worth of gear for Music Lab right now. Oh, so what's another $35,000 so. for this chair? <laughs> oh, thirty-five thousand. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, oh, it's like two thousand dollars. Two thousand. Oh no, dude! I was looking up camp chairs the other day, and for some reason, this thirty-five thousand dollars chair that looks like okay. And this goes into the conversation I was having with Abby before you came on. Did you ever see Spy Kids? Do you remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. With the thumbs. Yeah, do you, I think it's Spy Kids too? But yeah, well, the chair. Spy Kids one. I don't. I think it was all of them, but I can't remember because i haven't seen i mean i've seen clips of them but not in a long time but like yeah i know the thumb the chair that i just sent you looks exactly like one of those thumbs it's super weird oh that's cool yeah i don't we'll know post why a picture of the up. chair on our on our instagram for some context <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we'll edit it in right exactly yeah, we'll oh yeah up. no we pop won't it up on the screen we could we, we, we could, could totally we do could that. make that i mean yeah, i know on anchor really you can um like make it the proof but i don't want to waste your um your podcast art on just a picture of a weird chair you should make <laughs> absolutely make my my image just a thumb just whole time <laughs> That's okay my whole life yeah Good now, idea. I'm just now i'm realizing that my beanie's crooked and people aren't going to take me seriously <laughs> But it's yellow, so no, it's cool. So it's the the vid brown, it it's just looks yellow on camera. Oh, 
Okay. I mean, the video is kind of second. Most people, most of our listeners are, you know, they listen on Spotify. So that's the main thing. And Audio. We yeah. We, use on, we haven't figured out on how to overcast. do the, um, what's that? You got any overcast listeners? I have no idea, actually. Low key. Do you know what overcast is? It's I, like a, no. it's like a third party um, podcast app and everyone that listens to podcasts through um, overcast is in a, a giant gatekeeping elitist. <laughs> Oh They're really? Like, oh, you listen to podcasts through the Apple at uh, the Apple Podcast app. You listen on Spotify. <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's something I didn't know. Yikes! It's like it's like there's two like ultimate gatekeepers on Earth. There's there's number one first and foremost. Anytime you talk to someone from New York about food, they're like, oh, this is true. How dare you? Like, oh my gosh. I, I have two sisters that live in, well, one that actively lives in New York and the other used to live in New York. And mm. I like can't even speak to them about food because apparently I'm like. <laughs> Swine. That and then people that listen to uh, podcasts on Overcast. It's wow. like so number funny. two elite gatekeeping people. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, so, um, I figured let's just dive into this. So for uh, for our listeners who don't know who you are, you want to just kind of give a brief introduction to yourself? Yes. My name is Ben Wood. I'm um, a local business owner. I own um, a uh, music school here in Nashville called Music Lab Nashville um, that I'm super proud of. And I've been doing that for about a year now. Um, aside from that, I've been into education and just playing i'm a drummer myself so just playing um and teaching drums uh pretty much my entire adult life i've never really had like a real job i've either been um touring in bands or um since moving to nashville doing like the um for hire playing for um artists and that kind of thing um little session stuff but not really because i don't really like sessions oh recording sessions i don't know if it's because i'm not good enough or because (laughs) i can't either it's because they're boring that's the real answer really to me yeah oh yeah what do you so boring, boring about them everything <laughs> i feel i feel like it's none of i feel like i'm practicing oh, like i practice okay so that i can be good and collaborate with other musicians in like a live environment i feel oh. me in a drum booth i'm just sitting and playing to a click i sit and play to a click when i mm. practice and play drums right, right. except that now i have like a sweaty guy like looking at me and being like <laughs> The, the velocity on your snare drum is like really not consistent. <laughs> um, Yikes. Uh, yeah. So, but I do a li- just a little bit of everything, a little bit of sessions, a little bit of, um, little, um, but uh, mostly touring and then now the business stuff. Those are like my two priorities at this point. That is yeah. so cool. Yep. Uh, that's really cool. So you started your business a year ago. Yes. Um, The wheels really started turning for this um, about January because I was teaching at a studio here in town that went out of business because of COVID. So you started a business in like the middle of a pandemic. Yes, absolutely. I did. (laughs) That's crazy. That's what I got from all that was like. Yeah. He did that. How? Yeah. What was that like? Um, it's still an ongoing process, I guess, because, you know, I mean, just the other week, like half my staff had COVID. So, um, uh, it's still, it's still an ongoing thing. Um, but, um, there's been a lot of like, uh, good bounces because of the pandemic, uh, primarily like the good, 
Um, cause there's probably so much bad that I can talk about or just not bad, but just very challenging. Um, but the, the good thing is, is that, um, it did take me off the road long enough to really be able to get this thing to have legs underneath it. Um, so that when, if my touring schedule ever does go back to <laughs> any kind of busy, um, uh, then at that point I will be, uh, uh, the school will be able to run on its own a little bit. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, nice. I couldn't just start a music school and be like, all right, peace. I'm going on radio tour for the entire summer. <laughs> that wouldn't really sure. work. So yeah. it's been, it's been that, but then the, obviously the challenges are pretty much everything that you would expect. Uh, apprehension, apprehension with people coming into lessons and getting in, in group projects. And we're in Nashville. So, um, in the socio-political uh, thing, we get people that call up and be like, does every single instructor wear masks? Every instructor, is every instructor vaccinated? And then we have people that are the exact opposite. Like, I hope I don't see a single mask in there because I'm not taking lessons here unless like if I see masks or if you make my kid wear a mask. So it's like pretty much all the things that you would expect. But um, rewarding would be the obvi- obviously the overall thing. Uh, it, it, it's, it's been a, uh, good past eight months. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's Dude, so cool. That's a lot. That's a lot, man. Um, so eight months. So then like the ultimate goal would be to get some semblance of automation going so that it doesn't need as much constant care and stuff like that. And then if you do want to travel, get on big, get back on the road full time. You can do that basically. Yeah, the long term the long term goal is to get the um and Jonah, we just had this meeting that you were a part of that mm-hmm. um that was like kind of really the biggest step one of 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 doing what I'm about to say is and that it's and that basically there's two parts of it. We need the systems in place, we need um all of that, um curriculum, all of that, like all, all like all of all of the things that as far as a staff that is available and a staff that can, that knows what to do with new students and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then, so there's like a bunch of like logistical administrative stuff that needs to be ironed out and, mm-hmm. um, get to a place where it's, yeah, like not coming in every single day and like putting up sound treatment or <laughs> painting the walls or, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. But then also, uh, I like creating the culture is something that like I really, care a lot about um and i feel like that's somewhere where we are now actively starting to progress to that Uh, and that can't really happen remotely like i can sign i can i can get a free trial submission um for guitar and i can i can email back and forth with the parent text text and call jonah be like um Jonah teaches at my music school, by the way. I'm oh, not yeah. sure we if said anyone that. didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I could text and call Jonah and be like, uh, whatever, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Great, cool. Uh, that works. And then um, put him on the schedule. But what I it's hard to do is um, foster like a culture of like cool, fun education, um, people that actually care and um, all that when I'm, on tour so that's what's mm. been the biggest thing that's so cool that you mentioned culture how like also why wasn't i invited to this meeting ben because <laughs> you're not on staff you well, want to teach not at, yet you want to teach at music lab abby is sure, moving to, to nashville teach, in a couple in a couple months actually 
Want to teach me drums so that I can teach Ooh. people drums? Yeah, absolutely. All I want to do is learn all the drums. Then is also <laughs> I have like a fat collection of drum students that, as soon as I go back on the road, I'm gonna make some drum in- instructor that randomly emails me one day, very very happy because I'm gonna be like, yes, I will hire you. And how about also twenty students? Oof. Yeah, right. <laughs> Damn. Um, Throw them right in that fire. No, I'll probably keep a lot of my students, but. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, what my, age range do you normally? So, like, what are the age ranges for music? All band? ages, all styles, all abilities. That's our. That's like great. Our That's top super line. cool. Yep. That's really yeah, cool. Just like creating like a fun environment for people to take lessons um, in Nashville, which is insane. That there's uh, it's Music City and this all, all everything pretty much I talk about will always go back to the culture with Music Lab because that's the mm-hmm. thing I care about the most. But. Um, uh, in Nashville, it, one of the things that blew me away is moving to a town that's Music City, USA, and whatever. And the um, infrastructure for education sucks. Like mm-hmm. it's, and I would argue almost non-existent uh, because everyone moves here to be um, a, a a touring guy or girl, and um, or be a singer songwriter in whatever. Um, but then they're like working at some bad coffee shop as well. And there's no like thought of, oh, I can like teach and care about this as well because I, I have to go on the road, but really I only go on the road like 10 times a year or something. Like mm. there's nothing, there's no like um, investment in that next generation of the kids that already live here because we're such a transplant town. Mm. And it's like, uh, it's like a wide open gaping hole in like a niche that like it, it I walked into Nashville and I was like oh yeah I could absolutely fill this yeah. and so and that sounds like a euphemism <laughs> but it's not <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's 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 um there's a um I forget I don't know if it's a popular saying or something that somebody told me or what but something that's always stuck with me is um like if you want to know uh how to become extremely wealthy just find a need and fill it Mm. and that's like there's a huge need for it and yeah i feel like we're only doing a fraction of what we eventually will be doing as far as artist development and all that here at music lab um but most parents that come in even at the state that it's in right now um they're like oh my gosh like you want to help my kid like learn how to market themselves. You want to help my kid uh, be in a student band. You want to help my kid. You want to actually just like invest in my kid as a human being. And it's not like taking lessons at some like weird smelly <laughs> music school. Like, mm. it, you know. Um, oh, I know. So that was kind of, uh, I don't know what the ultimate thing that I was just talking about. Cause I will go all over the place and I apologize for that. But, Bro, you're um, good, man. <laughs> you're oh, I, you're I even, like, I just love seeing the path, like the passion just radiating from you as you talk about this. Like, yeah. that is so cool. So is that like how, I don't know, like you started this a year ago. How long was this whole idea of a school on your mind and on your heart? And did you kind of like see this need and fill it? Like, what was the original dream there? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I'll give you a long winded answer. I love um, it. So basically my whole story was, you know, just um, growing up, um, just pretty much self-taught as a drummer and like really bad, like really, really bad. Drummer. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Wait, oh when gosh. did you start taking drums? 
or just working on uh, drum lessons? Oh, I yeah, I meant like when did you start playing drums? When I start, I started playing drums in fifth grade. Oh, okay, wow. And I was um, just, I just grew up, and I, I don't know, I was just like, I really liked it a lot, but um, I never, I had like some private instructors, but nothing like serious. Um, I had a private instructor that uh, stole my. Uh, Xbox controllers for drug money. That's a true story. What? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. So basically, wow. for some reason, one reason or another, I was very much like, I'll just teach drum, like learn drums myself. Um, and I would just sit in my garage and like learn like My Chemical Romance, which then turned into like an obsession with like screamo music. And, you know, so I was listening to like A Day to Remember and like Bring Me the Horizon and mm-hmm. all those bands, those kinds of bands. And, um, uh, yeah, I just kind of grew up and then started touring because I like manifested this band that got signed and whatever. And it was like a, it was like a screamo pop band kind of, um, and we got signed. And so we started touring like almost directly out of high school wow. and all of that. And and that was the point where I started, I went on tour. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really bad at drums. And it's like very apparent compared to all the other drummers on these tour packages. I should go take drum lessons. So I went and took drum lessons at this place called The Drum Lab in California. And um, I like fell in love with it. I was like, this is amazing. The, the culture here is great. Like everything about it is great. I'm progressing as a student. I love my, I was like worshipped my, my drum instructor, um, all of my drum instructors because I ended up having multiple. Um, and I was like, this is just like the coolest place to take lessons. Whatever, when my band broke up, my prime i still kept taking lessons um because i just loved i like fell in love with like learning how to play drums which was crazy i would stay up all night like practice like i would have my girlfriend who's now my wife at the time over and i'd be like practicing rudiments at like two in the morning um (laughs) and i just fell in love with education and um i eventually got a job at the school because i begged (laughs) i begged my uh my drum instructor at the time uh to uh, hire me and he said if you give me um if, if if you give me students i will match you students so if you go out mm. and bring out bring in a student i will match you one but i'm not giving you any students just willy-nilly so i went and i went and got five the next day and then texted him two days later and i was like hey i have five students and then i had 10 students like off the bat wow so i was like <laughs> obsessed with it i became obsessed with education and, and educating learning about drums um I would I would just stay there all day. I would I would I would I would clean the place like literally. I would clean the place. I would show up. I would clean the place, and then I would practice for three hours, and then I would teach for five, and then I ended up getting like almost fifty students at once, and just like which is insane, and kind of went down that path, and then realized, oh wow, I'm making like way too much money for like a twenty-two year old, twenty-three year old, because a couple years have gone by at this point. Um, and I'm not like gigging at all. And I, I love that too. Like I love the live performance thing. Um, like I really, really do love it. So I got it in my head, like I'm going to move to Nashville, um, and pursue this. And I might have to like basically give up on education for a little bit, but always with the ultimate goal in mind to answer your question, um, to start a music school. I really Mm. wanted to start a music school and I really wanted it to be part of like this music lab community. So um, Drum Lab became Music Lab um, through a whole long series of events by um, 
the brand owner, Serge Lysak, um, who was not the owner of any one location. He ended up selling off the school that I used to work at, the drum lab, which then became a music lab. It's a very long and complicated story, but he is the owner of Music Lab, the brand. So I, w- I knew I wanted to open up a music lab and that's all I knew. But my whole thought process was, well, I got to establish myself. I got to meet people. Uh, I want to uh, develop my own personal brand as a drummer um, mm-hmm. so that when I do open up a music school, people are going to be like, oh, shoot, Ben Wood is opening up a music school. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to teach there, um, mm-hmm. you know, through the community of uh, musicians and all the people that I would know or whatever. And that kind of ended up being what happened. But more more of it was... Um, I fast forward, toured for a couple of years. Uh, I've been in Nashville about five years. And the past two years have been a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And when I lost my job in that pandemic, it was like, oh, I'm, I guess now is the time. Like now is the time to start it. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm never going to get this window of, window of time where I have so much downtime. Um, I just kind of all fell into place. Like I, I was like, all depressed like not like in like the I was sad I was like legitimately depressed like mm. for the first time in probably my entire adult life um because I was I felt like there was no direction in life and everything was so pointless and whatever um coming out of losing my job show after show after show and I mean which still continues to this day for me which is hilarious but um it just everything was canceled over and over again and I was just like sitting around and mm. like uh, it sucked really bad and I was like you know I woke up one day and I was like screw it I'm like I'm, I'm starting music school I'm just gonna do it mm. called up Serge Lysak I was like hey I have no idea what I'm doing um can you please help me and um he honestly like did a huge amount of heavy lifting um for me and that is like something I'll never be able to repay him for um, he, cause that's what he does. He opens up music schools. Like he's mm. done it multiple mm. times and they've all been successful. And if they haven't been successful, he's learned from the mistakes and then opened up more and, or found people at this point. That's what he does now. He finds people who want to buy in and be their own owners and just like creates a, just like how he did at that original drum lab, like creates a culture and a community of, of, um, sewing into the next generation. And, you know, uh, that's something that I would like to do in my own personal life and do in my uh you know do with this school you know and and create a culture for people um for educators um like music educators here in town to you know do that exact same thing and make a lot of money in the process too (laughs) because that's another thing that i want to do is i want to provide very stable uh incomes for musicians because again going back to the COVID thing I know how it can be. Mm-hmm. And one day you have 60 shows and then the next day you wake up and you have zero. Mm. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that like when the pandemic happened that you fell into like depression for the first time in your life. So in my adult life, in your, I dealt in with your, it a little oh, bit in high okay. school, but um, this, yeah, in my adult life. And okay. so was yeah, this, this was probably like the like most jarring Mm. I guess. And that was mostly because just that one, mostly because, I mean, just like the one. So was that the only thing you were doing at the time was uh, was gigging? And that was like. The yeah, m- I was playing for this artist. Um, 
shout out to Adam Warner. Ooh. Um, and uh, I was playing for him at the time. And uh, we basically had this like sick, because COVID started in like May. Or mm-hmm. no, and sorry, in March. Yeah. Or like shut the world down in March. Yeah. Um, and we, I, I don't know. I like, we had like this six sprint spring lined up, like all this potential in the world. And that was my, my Adam, uh, shout out to Adam. Adam was the first person in Nashville that I was his drummer. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody else I had played for, I had been backup or temporary situations. Um, but I was Adam's drummer. Like uh, I'd play for Adam. Um, and this was the, I've been playing for him about six months or so. He took a couple months off to record and this was supposed to be like it, like, we were we just just from spring to summer. I mean, Jonah, you know how the the touring industry goes. You normally know your schedule about six months in advance or yeah. so. Um, uh, from spring to summer, we had like sixty shows. We were gonna do like a run in, through the uh, like Texas and and the Northeast and all these different things. Um, and then it all got canceled. Mm. So. Wow. So that's pretty much what I was doing. Yeah, was just was just touring, and then I taught a little bit as well. I but I I my education up until this point was very very light. Um, as far as like my overall student load, I would I would usually carry like 10, 10 to fifteen students, which again, going from fifty in California, was <laughs> is con- considered pretty light. Oh yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. So so then that bout of depression was brought about by the loss of something um and i'm curious so like now that you because i was thinking earlier you juggle a lot of shit bro <laughs> like you yeah. are like you're, you're the owner of music lab and by the way how young are you again i am tw- i just turned 29 dude you're 20 what? you're a 29 year old legit business owner that's a big thing yeah. you are a husband and you're also like a kick you're not just like Oh, I own this music school and I play drums. Like, no, you're a kick-ass drummer. Like, that's a lot of stuff Thanks, to bro. juggle in of in of itself. So, like, with all that juggling, how do you then maintain your sanity? <laughs> like, d- does it come more naturally when you're busy, or is it just a yeah, different? Struggle? Yeah, I think so. Um, I definitely like uh, keeping busy, mm. and. I don't think it's, I don't think that it's like a, oh, like quiet all the <laughs> stuff in my head. Cause mm-hmm. I really am like a generally happy person, but I, I, like, I don't need like a specific thing to like make me happy or I don't need to be like, I wouldn't even consider myself a workaholic. Um, mm-hmm. cause a lot of times I feel like I'm, I fight laziness. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but But yeah, I, I would say I would say definitely I'm I, I, I just it's so stupid. It's like, oh, if you love with what you do, you never work a d- day in your life type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I all like really at this point in my life, all I want to do like is is run my business and have it just like pop the F off. Yeah. Um, so you can say like, fuck on this podcast. Yeah. OK. <laughs> <laughs> we don't um, we don't hold back here. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh and you know and and then tour i want to tour i I just want to like play drums run my business and just like um you know just build build community and like you know hang out with my wife 
yeah. play recreational men's league hockey. You play hockey? What? Oh yeah, bro. Dude, how did I not <laughs> I know mean, this I, until my now? My team, I'm, I, I play hockey. Uh, not only do I play hockey, I'm on like a rec men's team and my team is disgustingly good. <laughs> We're playing tonight at 10 p.m. And Ooh. 10 p.m.? Yeah, our game's usually oh, pretty late. Dang, but, dude. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we're, playing, we're playing tonight, and I'm about to just... We're in the second round of the playoffs. It, we're going to win. Ooh. We're, we, were, we were undefeated this last year. We're wow. too good. <laughs> yeah. I grew up playing hockey as well, yeah. Very which cool. Which people don't know about me. I actually at one point chose between... I had to like sit down and be like, do you want to play... like Try and go to college and play hockey, or do you want to do music? Ooh. And I chose music. So did you not go to college at all? I went to college for six months and um, <laughs> it was a community college and I already knew that my band was going to get signed and nice. um, like the whole time because we already had management when, like right as I was leaving high school and um, I literally, literally six months because I did like one whole semester and then we had finals right that's mm-hmm. what happens at the end of the semester so we had finals and um I remember I was taking this political science class and I hated it because I mean, I'm interested in politics and stuff like that, but I just, I, everything except for a couple music classes, I took like business and music and piano. And I think I took a songwriting class and whatever the music classes were okay, but for the most part, like math and whatever, it all was horrible. Um, and I was walked up to this political science class and I was like, I just don't want to do this. Like, I just do not want to do this. And I literally, I kid you not, I like, stood in the doorway of or maybe I like went to my desk and sat down but like right as class was about to start I literally just got up and left and didn't even take the final (laughs) (laughs) I was like I'm out I'm like not doing this I'm absolutely not doing this and then I just like listened to my band's like sick demos that ended up getting us like completely like signed and all that kind of wow dude wow so like we we've had this conversation with a lot. In fact, we had this same conversation with uh, Warren Pettit of uh, the CMC uh, program. Yeah, who I know you know. Um, mm-hmm. We've had we we've had a oh great. So also our, we don't have Zoom Pro, so we're gonna have to cut this off in ten minutes. But it's all right. We'll make it. <laughs> we'll have to have you back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, you gotta get Zoom Pro, bro. Dude. Well, so we gotta. You know, this is a good time to plug well, our Patreon real fast. Make it quick. We because, have 10 minutes. Yeah. So if anyone wants yeah, us to have longer I just talked about interviews. My Chemical Romance for the first 10 minutes. So I'm sorry. No, bro. We love it. It's that conversational thing we were talking about earlier. Uh, but if anyone wants us to have longer interviews, you got to help us out on Patreon. We got awesome merch. You're going to get like bonus episodes and stuff like that. It's worth your money. It's like a couple bucks every month. Um, so that's how you're going to do it. Yeah. And, and we'll I really. Pro. Yeah. Right. Next time yeah. we don't have to cut yeah. this conversation short. Because this Patreon. is awesome. Yes. Great. So, uh, obviously, you made it really far without college. Um, for yeah. the average person, especially as an educator, albeit not a college level educator, how do you? Th- what do you think the importance is of college for the, the music <laughs> as industry? a business owner? Nothing. Well, no. <laughs> really? Can I tack out of that question real quick? Yeah. I was gonna. I wanted to ask as a business owner because I want to own a business one day. Yeah. Um. Also, as a business owner, how does that look? Uh, as a business owner, I would say uh, virtually nothing. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, it would be nice to like, I mean, if I had like a business degree, I would probably know 
what I was doing as far as like filing my taxes this upcoming spring and sure. stuff. Like, sure. But um, not nothing. For me, again, it always comes down to like, like community and stuff. Like I, everything that I've accomplished in my life, it's always just been through me figuring it out myself or having the community around me that has helped me Mm. get to that place like Mm. and and again that ultimately comes back to me because i'm the one that has to knock on the door and ask the question like um so for me like i i'm not like big on i'm not big on school i'm really not and that because that's not how i learn um that's not yeah i don't learn in that in that capacity at all um but i see the how it's important for some people i just like again especially with some musicians and stuff I'm like dude why are you spending mm. this much money if your parents want to send you to to berkeley or your parents want to send you to um belmont or whatever um more power to you because again really all you're doing there is uh, is building community and that's yeah. why the the saying with with uh berkeley is, is if you graduate from berkeley you did berkeley wrong because you're Ooh. just going there to meet people like um is you're just you're just going there to like meet people and make that network and that community and those are the relationships that will will last you yeah you're gonna learn about like uh pro tools and yeah you're gonna learn about like these sick chords that no one cares about like (laughs) but like ultimately at the end of the day you're there to make community so that when you have a question and you need help and, and you need somebody to rely on um or um whatever or or whatever you have that person you have that friend you have that somebody oh yeah i met this person in high school Oh, I need a bass player. Oh, uh, yeah, I I took this class with this kid. He was super cool. We would jam, like whatever. Like that's what I think the biggest function of school is mm-hmm. mm. for musicians. Yeah. Um, but what do I know? I don't know. I'm I, I wouldn't judge people any any other way. I just feel like for myself, I, I if I sound like I'm like being judgmental of people that go to school, I'm not trying to be that way. Just for myself, I'm very strong. Like, yeah, that would not work for me at all. But there's you know. I mean, multiple ways to get to the same. Do you think that end? you would have been right. able to do what you are doing now, or or what you did when you were touring, if you were in like tens of thousands of dollars in student debt? No. Oh God. Yeah. No. Exactly. Oh no. Right. Uh uh-uh. uh. No way. No way at all. And I would rather go into debt, investing in something that I know is going to pay me back. Like yeah. Like I would rather take out a small business loan. Yeah. You know? Oh my God. I would rather have a vision, take out a small business loan and do that. Um, you know, I would rather do something like that than, than, you know, and the student debt thing. I mean, that's a, that's literally like a crime. (laughs) I'm so glad they pushed uh, it back. It's a crime on both ways. It's a crime for somebody to think that that's a good idea. And it's a crime for somebody to even offer that as a suggestion. Like it's literal. To an 18 year old highway robbery. Dude, when I signed up for my student loans, I had no idea what I was signing up for. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, yeah. Like and people tell you it's a good idea. It's it's a crime for someone to tell you that it's a good idea. It's a crime for you to think it's a good idea. It's a crime for them to even offer it in the first place. <laughs> Such a bad idea. Well, and I love even hearing your perspective on it because so many kids who are graduating high school are often pressured by people and their parents to like, well, you have to go to college. That's obviously the next step. You know, that's what you have to do. Everyone does it. Yeah. Um. And so that's kind of like the default 
thing to do. Oh, so yeah. I, I love your perspective because it's so important to give kids options. Yeah. My, my, my dad, my dad, it was, you know, big college guy. Uh, my mm. dad used to work for NASA. He's like a, wow. uh, wow. Cal Poly San, Lu- San, San Luis Obispo, uh, aeronautical engineering degree, um, huge on, on education and going to college. And, uh, you know, he's an airline pilot and what super like just disgustingly smart guy. And so, you know, wow. When I was like, hey, I'm not going to college at all. He was like, are you sure? But and then it's just one of those things. It's just like you have to just convince people with your your work ethic and mm. not, to, not to toot my own horn, but most people I meet um, are like, they're not like, oh, he does. He just kind of like sits around and mm-hmm. messes around. People are like, oh, yeah, he kind of works really, really hard. Yeah. Which is one of the things that I like to try to do is just like outwork every single person that I possibly can, especially, so you, in, especially in a business environment. So how do you do that without burning out? Like, how do you work harder than everyone? Because that reward, that hit, mm. when I steal those students from School of Rock, baby, <laughs> it feels so good. No. Guitar saying no, yeah, shit I mean, on music I, lab, just, I, I, it's just It's just that chase. Miley Cyrus mm. is the climb. It's and like, I, <laughs> like uh, I, I just want to, you know, I want to practice drums so I can be like, I did that. Mm. Um, yeah. One of my biggest, uh, and I know that we're running out of time, time here, but one, one of my biggest things that, uh, that has been really, really uh, like formative for me is, is, is that band that I started. And mm-hmm. one of the things that taught me the biggest life lesson possible was when um, one of the other band members completely ruined the band and there was nothing that I could do about it. Really? And it was that, cause that was being in, in the band. And one one person quit, which caused the band to get dropped. And I was like, from a career aspect, I was like, okay, not doing being in a band anymore. I'm going to do play for artists. So if the artist decides that he never wants to play another show again, I can be like, cool, I'm still a drummer. I'm still good. I'm going to go play for somebody else. Mm. Um, But the biggest thing it kind of taught me was like, uh, like you can't, you can't like re- like rely like again i talk about community and stuff all the time but it's always it always comes from a perspective of like you going and knocking on the door you asking that question you going out and seeking out somebody no one's going to hand you anything in this life trust mm-hmm. me no one's going to give you anything especially if you don't deserve it and then sometimes if you don't de- if, if you deserve it you won't get it um mm-hmm. even still until you like go and beat down the door a thousand <laughs> times like with that stupid drum teaching position mm. definitely yeah. wasn't qualified definitely didn't deserve it the only reason i did is i i would just be like can i teach here can i teach here please let me teach here please let me teach here like over and over and over again That's awesome. wow so. well hey we have less than a minute i hate yeah. that but we have to have you back on man oh like, yeah, this was so this was so great thank you so much for coming on yeah my pleasure my pleasure yeah, yeah you guys are your guys i love the whole thing behind this the the like how you guys talk about mental health and just the community big community and i feel like it's 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 good to have these kinds of conversations and have this outlet and this platform um because again like one i'll say it one more time uh like bringing up the next generation bringing up your peers and stuff like Mm -hmm. if you get to the top of the mountain and there's no one there with you you're alone ultimately right so leave the ladder is the biggest thing right like exactly yeah so yeah man that's what we're hoping for which is why we we knew you'd be a perfect guest, bro. So 
we're gonna have you on again sometime soon um but dude thank you so much and you'll kill him in hockey tonight man yeah i will (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you all right see you guys see you way too fast dude i know we really need to get that zoom premium wink that fucking wink no no seriously like there's so much i still wanted to ask him yeah i actually (laughs) i had a question that i wanted to ask on your behalf um which was if you had to give one piece of advice to someone like abby who wants to start a business what would it be man that would have been a great question we really have to have him back i want to ask him about touring while while married and what that looks yeah, like for ooh. him um man let's really get him back if you if you guys want to have him back on here please let us know uh, i really love that he's such a cool guy hell yes so that was great shout out to ben wood and shout out to music lab you know for i, I know that like it, it probably feels like a little bit of a plug but like not not everything is a plug i'm more pl- plugging patreon than music lab in this but i do gotta shout out music lab because yo music lab is dope as hell i love i love working for them i love working with ben um notice i said working with ben i mean yes he's technically my boss but like it's always felt so collaborative you know like it's such a good place to work great even better place mm-hmm. to take lessons if anyone is interested in uh checking out music lab whether you're a teacher a student an investor, I don't know, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. Go check us out at Music Lab Nashville on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, and check out, make sure you pick, check out Ben Wood's personal stuff. We'll have it all linked in the description mm-hmm. for this. So, yep, yep. I know I'm going to check it out when I get there. I want to learn drums, oh, man. Hell Who yeah. Gonna teach me. Yeah, he's really good too. He's, I was not I'm blowing excited. smoke up his ass. Uh, they, he's really, really the top notch drummer so cool yeah that was awesome well thank you guys so much for listening um as always we super appreciate you and i realized apparently ratings are important oh those right the (laughs) who knew um but i saw on spotify i was listening back i'm just kind of giving it a listen some of our old stuff old like we haven't been doing this for two months wow Um, which is longer it's only been that long it's felt like a long time it has it feels like but we've been hey, doing if you this for like years. This, if you like this podcast, please give us a, a good rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because I hear it makes a difference. I don't know for sure, but I think it does. So, I mean, hey, what could it hurt? And we'd appreciate it. Yeah, we would love that. Um, and we appreciate you all so much just for listening. Seriously, like every week, uh, especially at this point in the podcast process, we've been looking at the number of listeners just going up and up and up, and mm-hmm. we literally are shook. <laughs> it is like we at- <laughs> we'll, like text throughout the week with like screenshots <laughs> of our anchor apps and be like, all we'll be caps. Like, Have you seen these numbers? <laughs> It is so cool. We seriously had no idea what to expect. We didn't know if it was going to like straight up blow up right away or if it was going to be a mm-hmm. steady climb or if literally no one was going to give a shit. But like <laughs> you all have been, you know, blowing our expectations um, and we appreciate you all so much. And to show our appreciation, we're going to keep putting out that dope content. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you want to see little like because we ha- we are recording video for these, uh, if anyone doesn't know. And so if you want to see little video clips of the highlights from each episode, go check out our Instagram. Abby has been slaying the video editing game and putting up some of those highlight videos on our Instagram. That's my jam. Heck yeah, yeah, it is. So if anyone wants to hire Instagram. Abby for Final Cut, let us know. <laughs> 
for video editing. Clearly, my skills are off the chart. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, really impressed by that Instagram. last one. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. You know, that's, that's what I, what I do. Um, but yeah, just follow on Instagram. And again, thank you guys so much. Hell yes, we appreciate it. We will see you next week for our next unannounced guest mostly unannounced because we haven't lined one up but we're gonna line up a juicy one don't you worry they've been good so far we have a nice little pool we just don't ask them until like the week before maybe we should change yeah we need to get better (laughs) we'll work on that off off either way we'll get you something good next week and have a great week